Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is the Horror Shots Podcast. She wanders about at night, vexing the sons of men and causing them to defile themselves. Zohar, 19b. Hello again and welcome back to another Horror Shots podcast with me, Casey. I'm sorry for missing last week, I just didn't have the time or resources to pump one out. Though, if you are a new listener, I hope you had a chance to go back and listen to some of my archive stuff. The things I never really talk about anymore. I know, I know, never bash your own stuff, but I can admit when I've come a long way. Anywho, I'm back, and there should be a new cast every week from now on, so be ready for that. Of course, was with every cast, there are some housekeeping things I should get out of the way. First, as always, my Patreon page is still up and going, and if you wanted to show your love in some monetary way head on over to patreon.com slash horror shots if you pledge there's some cool stuff in it for you too so go give it a look-see also i'm not sure if i mentioned this in the past but it can't hurt to bring it up again horror shots has been picked up by spotify uh, if you know the podcasting world, that's kind of a big deal, not a huge deal. There are a lot of podcasts on there, but it's not just as simple as adding your RSS feed to it, like iTunes or any of the podcatchers out there. They actually have to accept it. So they thought this was good enough to be aired on their app. So I'm kind of happy about that. And you can check it out on Spotify there. Just search for Horror Shots Podcast as you would anywhere else. But now let's get on to the cast. Today we're back looking at some demons and boy, do I have a mother of them today. Quite literally, actually. She's been described as a temptress, a seducer, and the mother of demons. This is, of course, Lilith. References to her or someone a lot like her is found in many cultures and religions around the world, including Christianity and Judaism, and dating back even to the ancient Mesopotamia era. She's regarded and feared in all of the above. I mean, being the potential mother of all demons kind of makes you respected? Lilith has also been called a demon of the night, a sexual wanton, and one who steals babies, much like Lamashtu of a few casts ago. Funny how themes and religion kind of come full circle, almost like they're copying one another. Lilith appears in numerous texts such as the cuneiform text of Sumer, the satirical book of the alphabet of Sirach, the Bible, and the Dead Sea Scrolls, just to name a few. She's made her rounds and is definitely a prominent figure. I suppose we should start at the beginning. Sounds about right, doesn't it? The name Lilith more or less translates into night from Hebrew, which makes sense given her traits. The Akkadian language has Lilith as Lily or Lilitu, which means spirits. These ancient meanings have sort of been combined to mean female night, being, or demon. There are also some who believe the Akkadian meaning doesn't mean night, but rather wind, as if she would come in on the wind and leave just as quickly. But if we're starting at the beginning, I guess first up in the timeline would be the Mesopotamian era of mythology, where Lilith appears in the Epic of Gilgamesh, 
at least according to Samuel Noah Kramer, who translated the word ki sikil lili la ki into Lilith in Tablet 12 of the Epic, dated about 600 BCE. The story here goes as such. A hulapu tree grows in Inanna's garden in Aruk, whose wood she plans to use to build a new throne. After ten years of growth, she continues to harvest it and finds a serpent living in it at its base. A zoo bird raising its young in its crown and that Kisikil Lil Laki made a house in its trunk. Gilgamesh is said to have killed the snake and then the zoo bird flew away to the mountains with its young, while Lilith fearfully destroys its house and runs for the forest. Now that's a bit of backstory on her origins, but what does the trusty Dictionary of Demons by Michelle Bellinger say on the topic of Lilith? Well, the book in question does depict Lilith as a demon with a long and colorful history who is currently depicted as the night demon par excellence. Lilith can be traced back to the mythology of the Babylonians and Sumerians, where she appears most recognizably as the Ardat Lily, a maiden ghost that preys upon men in their sleep. Supposedly, this being died without first tasting the pleasures of sex, and henceforth she yearns for what she could not have. Her amours embrace were considered fatal, however, and not so this night-dwelling being was greatly feared. Although the Ardat Lily was often thought to haunt the night, Lilith's connection to the night was most likely established by the similarity of her name with that of the Hebrew word night. Lila, or Lila. Lilith's name did not originate in Hebrew, however, and so this connection is somewhat misleading. Her name is more properly derived from the Sumerian word Lil, meaning storm. In this respect, she fits neatly with traditional Sumerian demonology, where many demons were associated with destructive forces such as storms, earthquakes, and disease. In her earliest days, Lilith was not a singular being. Rather, the Lilin or Lilithu were a class of demons believed to haunt the deserts and wastelands. Perhaps because of this, Lilith is often associated with owls and other wild beasts. In Isaiah 34.14, the King James Version, the name Lilith is translated directly as Screech Owl. Her connection with birds may trace back to one of her first appearances in written language. One of the first known references to Lilith in literature appears in the Epic of Gilgamesh, as I mentioned before. Here she appears as a demon who inhabits the Hulapu tree, along with a dragon and something called a zoo bird. When the Sumerian hero Gilgamesh slays the dragon that has curled up around the foot of the tree, Lilith is said to tear down the house and flee into the wilderness. The ancient passage may very well have established many of Lilith's traditional associations, from birds to dragons to her abode in the wild spaces of the world. In later years, Lilith became central to Jewish demonology, and the Talmudic Erebrim 18b it is said that while Adam was under the curse, before the birth of Seth, he sired demons, both Shedem and Lilin. Lilin is a plural form of Lilith. There's a similar passage in the Nidda, 16b. This was during the time immediately following the death of Abel and the banishment of Cain. For 130 years, Adam would not lie with his wife Eve. Lilith came to him instead and bore all manner of demons by his seed. Hence, 
the mother of demons. Later, rabbinical sources identified her as the first wife of Adam, cast from the garden because she would not submit completely to his rule. Here, again, she fled into the wilderness, where many traditions say she became the mother of demons after coupling with fallen angels like Lucifer and Samael. Jewish folklore, in works with the Haggadah and the Chronicles of Jeremiel, often present her as the consort of these fallen angels. Certainly, Lilith was a being greatly feared by Jews, as a number of protective amulets have surfaced, and they were designed to keep her evils at bay. She was said to have a particular fondness for attacking infants and mothers in childbirth, and the profusion of Lilith talismans intended to protect these two classes of people certainly attest to this belief. Like her predecessors, the Ardat Lily, Lilith was also thought to attack men, seducing them and luring them to their deaths. Although the development of the Christian traditions of the Lilith remains hazy, she eventually becomes depicted as the consort of Lucifer or Satan. Although she does not appear by name in the Testament of Solomon, it is worth noting that several of the female demons described demonstrate very Lilith-like qualities. Given the profusion of names attributed to this being, it is not beyond the realm of possibility that each of these are simply variations of Lilith appearing under different names. Like many of the demons with roots in Jewish folklore, Lilith still managed to make her way into the predominantly Christian grimoire tradition of medieval and Renaissance Europe. The Munich Handbook is representative of these works. In this 15th century German book, Lilith features in a spell for enchanting a mirror. Appropriately enough, this item is called the Mirror of Lilith. Her name in this work is rendered variously as Lilith or Bilet, a detail that may demonstrate an association between Lilith and the demon Belioth, named throughout the grimoire materials. Well, that more or less sums Lilith up pretty well. She's one of my favorite demons and I think a very fascinating one as well. She has such a long and lush history, spanning several religions and cultures. I can't think of many demons that translate from one religion to the next. Sure, there's a lot of borrowing when it comes to that sort of stuff, but they're usually the big and well-known players within the religion, or religions. The fact that Lilith was feared and revered only lends credence to her power over those who believe. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the cast, she is kind of like the mother of demons, believed in some cultures to be the first wife of Adam. It wasn't Eve, and from there she, you know, slept with, for lack of a better term, other demons, producing offspring. It makes sense. Everything needs to reproduce. And, you know, if you believe in the traditional sort of sense of angels and demons, that People, when they die, they go to heaven, but that doesn't make them an angel. Angels are a preset sort of class within heaven. They were made before humans, and therefore humans can't really become angels. So the same must be assumed for demons. It's not as if if you die and go to hell, you're a demon. No, you're a tortured soul, so to speak. The demons were created a different way, and apparently that was through copulation with, you guessed it, Lilith. But that does bring us to the end of the cast today, and I hope you had a hell of a time. It's good to be back, and taking a week off feels so bleh. I missed you. But until next time, keep up on your demonology.